Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of the Power Ranking Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, basketball, baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and the easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games that are available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. I tell you what, that is a beautiful, beautiful voice of at Marcus underscore Mosher. This is the Power Rankings podcast, a.k.a. the Power Rankings show. We're on the Believe Network, of course, and we are on Brinks TV. And we thank the good folks over at Bet Online, obviously. And uh, we're going to get into some picks. Obviously, it's playoff picks and we do our picks podcast, but... Pretty big news today, Marcus. Why don't you lay it down? Yeah, well, first of all, uh, we need a ruling before we start this podcast. I just Googled this. According to Larry David, you cannot say Happy New Year after January 7th. So I'm just putting that out there. It's just you tried to say it to one of our producers, Courtney. Uh, just I did. And hopefully, the beginning of the music, and hopefully at the beginning of the music, our listeners heard me call you a jerk because you are. They don't know how you bully me. You are. You're bully. Uh, uh, all right, let's get to the actual news. Um, we got news this morning for the Patriots that Bill Belichick uh, in the Patriots moving on. They've mutually agreed to part ways. Uh, Robert Kraft in the, the press conference that we had today made it pretty clear that Bill Belichick still wants to coach. This isn't him retiring or anything. We had a feeling that the, this was coming, Elliot, uh, and now it's official. Yeah, it's uh, obviously it's really big news. And, and um, I, you know, there's a... I got to be careful. I say this, but Marcus and I argue quite a bit about ageism in sports. And I think there's this idea that the game has passed Bill Belichick by. Uh, I lived through, I was a kid when Chuck Knoll got fired, when the, 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 or or, excuse me, retired the conversation about um, Don Shula was going on. Tom Landry got fired. And, you know, I always wonder about this because people think, well, once you're a certain age, you know, you can't adjust or, or whatever. And I, I just, I'm really hesitant to just assume that that's the case with Bill Belichick, but I'm hearing that a lot. And um, the last thing I'll say on this, the example I gave to Marcus on the phone was when Bill Parcells, who was Bill Belichick's boss and mentor in some ways, took over the Cowboys job in 2003, the Cowboys were able to convince him to not only keep the incumbent defensive coordinator and not bring in his own guy, but change the defense. Bill Parcells had never played a 4-3. He had played 3-4 his entire career, and he kept a little-known Mike, I don't want to say little-known, but Mike Zimmer wasn't like a, would you agree, not a prominent name. No, no. And, and Mike Zimmer ran a 4-3 with small linebackers. And I, I asked you this, and I'll ask you now on the podcast, how many examples can you think of of coaches keeping 
their incumbent coordinators. It's only happened a few times. We had Mike McCarthy kept Kellen Moore, who was the, the Cowboys offensive coordinator. Yep. Um, Shane Steichen for the Colts last year kept uh, Gus Bradley. It's uh, a great defensive coordinator. Um, so we do have a few of these, but it's pretty rare. Right. All of which is to say, because I know I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here. All of this is what is to say that uh, older people, Parcells was already in his 60s when he took the job. Uh, older people can adjust. It is feasible. And I don't think there's this rumor mill about Belichick going to Dallas and, you know, what's he going to do? Just want to run the organization and stuff. I, I think a guy like Bill Belichick could come into a building and say, hey, you guys have done a pretty bang up job, you know, in the in the uh, talent department other than the Taco Charles to pick. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to change anything here. So um, what first of all, we're going to talk about Belichick's career for a second, but where do you see him going? Do you hate these Cowboys rumors? Is there another team you think is much more viable? So, first of all, we have eight coaching openings right now. That's a quarter of the league, and mm-hmm. there's still a potential that we could get more, right? Like, I don't think it's impossible that some team in the playoffs fires their coach. I think for Belichick, he needs to go to a team that is already pretty much ready-made, that has a franchise quarterback, uh, that has a good roster. How many of those teams are out there? I, I, I don't know. I mean, the Chargers' job is appealing because you have uh, a really good quarterback, yeah. but the roster yeah. itself is not good. Um, Atlanta, the roster is pretty good, but you don't have a quarterback. I don't think there is an awesome fit out there for Bill Belichick. And maybe, and maybe he wants to take a year off and kind of reassess things, but... I mean, he's not getting any younger. Yeah, I you know, look, man, I, I I don't see Washington. I don't see Atlanta. No. Uh I, I don't see the Raiders. I don't see um, Carolina. There's uh, no yeah, way. I, yeah, I, I don't see Carolina either. Um you mentioned the Chargers. That's a possibility. I don't see the Titans. No. Um I see uh, I can see Brable going to New England though. Yeah, yeah, no, that's an interesting one. That's a really interesting one. Uh, I know there's a team we're missing uh, that I didn't think of, but that's just kind of off the top of my head. Um, yeah, now, if we look at his career, this is another thing that I kind of have an issue with. I'm coming in, man. I'm I'm, I'm ready to go here today. Like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm very opinionated when it comes to Bill Belichick. And so the perception of him... I think is still that he's the greatest coach of all time, but there's been a lot of talk since 2020 that maybe it was Tom Brady. Where do you sit on that? I think, he's, I think he's the best coach of all time. Now, did his legacy maybe take a little bit of hit uh, of a hit the last four years? Maybe, but you can't argue what he did in New England. And frankly, the further that we get away from the Browns, actually the better his Browns coaching tenure looks as well. Uh, I, I think he's inarguably the best coach of all time. Most importantly, Elliot, uh, he went fourteen and four in his career against Pittsburgh, three and zero in the playoffs. He's he's my goat. Huh. I, one thing that I always feel like gets overlooked, man, is I, I know people will reach back to Cleveland, but doesn't seem like people don't really talk about his great tenure as a defensive coordinator when they talk about his career. It's it's what he did with yeah. the Patriots and Tom Brady, and oh yeah, there's the Browns. Let me say something here. This was a fantastic defensive coordinator, like the best. Yeah. That's why the guy got the opportunity. I have the ranks. I grew up on NFC East football in the mid to late 80s. This is when I was a little kid. 
This is when I learned football. And the Giants defense was for real. 1985, his first year as a coordinator, second in the league. 1986, his second year, second year, uh, uh, second in the league, and the league MVP playing on defense. Seventh, his third year. 11th, his fourth year. That's the worst the Giants ever ranked with him as defensive coordinator. Uh, his second to last year, they were fifth. And his last year, they were second. So uh, four top seven finishes, uh, excuse me, five top seven finishes in his six years, including three times being the second ranked defense in the league. They won two Super Bowls, and it wasn't on the back of their offense, man. This team no. won a Super Bowl. His team won a Super Bowl with Jeff Hostetler, a quarterback. Um, a great mustache, I just don't feel like that's. Oh, yeah. Fantastic mustache. Are you kidding me? That's like legendary. That's like 1970s cigarette ads kind of mustache, man. Dan what Fouts about is. Yeah, beard what, what, is almost what about like good. what about Belichick's tenure as the Jets head coach? You're cute. You know, if okay. you were any cuter, you'd be a <laughs> chihuahua. Stop. Yeah, jeez, uh, Louise. Any, any final yeah. thoughts on Belichick before we move on? Um, you know, other than you're an ageist, not really. Um, you know, no, I like Belichick. I just, I, 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 I just look. So, Sometimes it's sometimes it's the right move for teams to move on from these coaches. It was obviously getting stale in New England. The roster has gotten really bad. He wasn't going to take them back to the playoffs over the next couple of years. So I think it's probably best for everybody. They're going to get a young offensive coordinator, or I think a, a young offensive mind in New England. And I think Belichick can go somewhere else on a better team and get that team to play at a playoff level right away. Last thing I'll say about Bill Belichick, this is more of a personal note. Uh, feel free to call humble brag. I don't care, but I, I want to share this because it was a neat thing. Uh, I was on a on a panel uh, selected by the Hall of Fame to go back in history and pick uh, guys that have been overlooked. OK, and they picked 24 of us and they weren't all like Hall of Fame voters. I wasn't a Hall of Fame voter at the time, but uh, a good portion of the committee were people like Ozzie Newsom and Bill Polian and Bill Belichick, John Madden, people that had been in, you know, involved in football. So I got to spend all day in a room with Bill Belichick discussing whether or not these guys from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s were Hall of Famers. And I got to eat really cruddy pizza on a paper plate with him and talk football. And, I mean, really lousy pizza. You'd think they could have splurged for more for us. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this, man, because it's important. You remember the Tennessee Patriots playoff game that the Patriots kind of, yeah, they kind of, they kind of got it handed to them, right? Mm -hmm. That was like on a Saturday, and we did this function for the Hall of Fame the following Tuesday. So he's fresh off that loss, just flew into Canton, Ohio. It's freezing cold in January, and he sat there all day for eleven hours in that room uh, that we spent going over these guys. And I'm saying all this to say. This is a guy that truly loves football. And when it comes to talking football with him, he is a regular dude. You probably saw that on the NFL 100 shows with the the clicker. And I just want to say that because, you know, we get what do we hear with him all the time? On to Cincinnati, right? This is a guy that has actually a really good personality and really loves the sport. And he knows it, man, through and through and through. And I, I wish more people saw that side of him. Uh, beyond just the the coaching side of it so okay i'm done okay. that's it uh i love yeah. bill belichick I, easily my favorite coach of all time i think it's so cool how he was able to switch his schemes up on defense sometimes oh, yeah. like i mean week to week in the nfl but also like half to half 
I mean, what he was doing in the first half would be completely different. He would save certain blitz looks looks just to fool you on a key third down in the fourth quarter. Absolutely love him. Uh, And he didn't care about... Yeah, no. he didn't care about the stats either, Marcus. In, in, no. in Super Bowl twenty-five, he ran a two-five defense, two down linemen, five linebackers, and he said, "Look, Thurman Thomas is going to get his on us. He's going to get a hundred and something yards." He knew that was going to make his defense mad because they hadn't allowed a hundred-yard rusher and who knows how long. He goes, "But we're going to win, letting Thurman Thomas get his, but not letting Jim Kelly and those receivers run free." And that and and they won that way. And that game plan is in the Hall of Fame uh, under yep. plexiglass. Also, one other thing. If you were a fan of the show 8 is Enough in the 70s and 80s, Bill Belichick had the perfect 8 is Enough haircut, that kind yeah. of yeah. longish with the part. All right, yeah. good talk. Let's talk right. some picks. Can we talk some uh, picks? Yeah, last week, um, I believe we picked 14 of the 16 winners outright. We did very, very well. We're going to try to do the same this week, and we're going to start with the first game on Saturday afternoon, Browns at Texans, the Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Okay, so this is the one line that I knew because Marcus and I talked about it. I usually don't know the lines at all. We, you, didn't you tell me on the phone it was four-and-a-half or five-and-a-half? It, it, it started at four-and-a-half, and it's kind of slowly moved down because of a Denzel Ward injury. The Browns are still pretty beat up on that side of the ball. But we don't know that he's going to miss the game. We don't know for sure. He injured right. his knee in practice today. Uh, what's our game time on this? 4 30 uh saturday afternoon yeah so the reason i'm saying this on our podcast here is there's not a lot of turnaround time for this injury you know it'd be nice to have an extra day here um i still like cleveland to cover this man you're, you're talking about two and a half points they just have to win by a field goal i know they're on the road i just in playoff football call me old school i trust the team that plays defense runs the ball and gets competent quarterback play unless they're going up against a a Hall of Fame quarterback in their prime. And as much as I love C.J. Stroud, I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm with you. I'm taking the Browns here. I just think their defense is going to be suffocating. Amari Cooper's healthy. That's a big deal. Um, What's our total uh, here? 44.5. I might be inclined to go under that, bud. I think we're going to get like a 20-17 to type of game, don't you? Yeah, I was thinking 23-20. Uh, Cleveland wins under. on a field goal. Yeah, still still under. Yeah, I'd be inclined to go Browns to cover and uh, Browns under here. But yeah, okay, right. good stuff. Uh, next one, Saturday night. Uh, this one only available on Peacock, so make sure you have your Peacock oh, subscriptions. Gosh. I can't wait for all yeah. the old people, as we're talking about old people, to figure out how to watch this game. I mean, you are just, I mean, it's just, it's going to be halftime before they figure out what Peacock is. By the way, uh, the NFL clearly put this game on Peacock so all the Swifties will go out there and subscribe to Peacock. Like that's pretty clearly what they did. Just to point that out, uh, Dolphins at Chiefs. Chiefs are currently four and a half point favorites. Now you told me, you know, two weeks ago. Well, no, not even two weeks ago. A week ago, you liked Miami all day in this game. Uh, right. Isn't the changed. weather going to be in like the tens, twelves range for this game? I'm I pretty s- sure. I saw the the weather weather report from this morning. The high for Saturday a uh, Saturday is two degrees. Uh, the real feels like negative twenty three. You know, my brother was saying, you know, can you just see the dolphins showing up? You know, in Kansas City, they've got like the sweater tied around their yeah <laughs> their capris on. You know, well, Mike McDaniel's already Mike McDaniel's already been wearing the shirt this week. I wish it was colder. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm taking Kansas City just on that. Seriously, just on that. I I know how freezing cold it can be there. You're going up against Patrick Mahomes. It's not not like you're going up against Damon Heward, who I think played for both of these teams. Uh, Yeah. Miami alum. Is this the Chad Henney Bowl? Who is it? Ty, the Tyreek Bowl? Has anybody made that connection yet? <laughs> uh, Didn't Chris Conley play for both of these teams? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, couple injury things, really quickly, and this is why I'm switching my pick to the Chiefs. Okay, so Bra- Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips, all out. Andrew Van Ginkle, their third edge rusher on IR, he's out. So you're without your top three edge guys. You're two off the ball linebackers, including Jerome Baker, who played last week. He is out. Xavier Howard, their number two corner, I guess, uh, also out with an injury. I mean, that's just a lot of guys to lose on that side of the ball. It is. And what's our spread again on this? Five, four and a half. Four and a half. I, I will say it's it's a little rich for a Kansas City offense that's I really know. struggled. <clears throat> but I, I'm taking Kansas City here. Let's uh, What's the total real quick on this? Uh, again, another pretty low one despite these offenses being good. 44. I'd be more inclined to go over that. Um <laughs> That's tough, though, man. I would stay away from it. I like the Cleveland-Houston. If if you're betting your money this weekend, this one I'd be less inclined to bet my money on. I agree. All right, next game. We're going to Sunday afternoon. Do not bet your money on this one. Oh, I disagree. Steelers Uh, at Bills. Did I tell you what the spread is for this game? No, you didn't. You want to guess? uh, Buffalo by... Oh, wait, you did like a week ago when it first came out and I was way too low. Didn't you tell me it's yeah. like 10 and a half? It's 10. Yeah. Yeah, you're taking Pittsburgh all day. All Are you day. taking Pittsburgh to win? I am. I am. The The weather on Sunday sets up perfectly for Pittsburgh. I, I'm looking at the forecast right now here on AccuWeather. 58 mile an hour wind gusts. Temperatures in the zeros with snow expected. So I think what what I would look at from a matchup standpoint is over the second half of the season, Pittsburgh's running great, running game really picked it up. They mm-hmm. used two backs pretty frequently. And, and look, Mason Rudolph's not going to take off and make a bunch of nope. yards on you. But, but he's got a strong enough arm that I think he'll be able to make some functional throws in this game. Like he may only throw th- for 100. Like the throw to Pat Fryer move, like four yards by by the line of scrimmage. Yes, right? he, he's gonna he's gonna be able to convert third and four for you. But 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 but, and and also I should add to that Buffalo's linebackers uh, that's been depleted this year. But all that being said, the one thing about this game, Marcus, is it's not like Josh Allen just can go back there and throw. It's the playoffs. Protecting his body, I don't think is really going to be on his mind. Would you be shocked if he had fifteen carries this game? I think they're going to have to. I mean, I, I almost don't see how they can't. I still don't trust James Cook to hold on to the ball. Leonard Fournette's never been a good cold-weather running back. I, I think uh, by necessity, he's going to have to get that many touches. Just a little trivia for you. What quarterback in the league had 15 carries last week? Tarson Wentz had 17. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. That was so uh, weird. That was, was so weird. Entertaining game, but weird. Here's yeah. what makes me a little bit nervous. I, I think back to last year's playoffs. They played the Dolphins at home in Buffalo in a similar game. It was freezing cold in that game. And the Dolphins should have won that game. Like if Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle don't drop seven passes in that game, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. probably lose. The Skyler following Thompson. week. Yeah, was, yeah, that's another thing. Was Skylar Thompson making like his second career start 
Buffalo yeah. should have lost that game. The next week they played Cincinnati in Buffalo again in a game that it snowed the whole game long. And Buffalo got whooped. I mean, they just got physically dominated in that game. It looked like Buffalo had no desire to be out there in the cold. I don't think Buffalo is a great cold-weather team. That, that's why that spread is way too high for me. Yeah, I'll take Buffalo to win, Pittsburgh to cover. I And I think another concern is just, you know, the ugliness factor in a game like this. Pittsburgh seems to revel in that. Was it the 2021 opener when Pittsburgh opened at Buffalo mm-hmm. and won with special teams and takeaways and not doing jack on offense nope. and they still won did they have like a would they have a block punt for they had a, a block punt they had game? an interception yeah. they had a josh allen fumble i'm taking the Steelers to win outright uh next one packers at cowboys this is the premier game little bit of line movement here uh when i sent it into courtney this morning it was seven and a half seven and a half the cowboys are favored now down to seven is this really the premier game I mean, I think the next one's got a lot of juice. It's man. Cowboys uh, Packers with the Cowboys wearing okay. the whites, the Packers wearing their green. Yeah, well, but look, I mean, you know, you care a lot more about history than I do. I don't know anything about that. Um, what I would say here is it 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 really all falls on the visitors' quarterback. It, you know, because I just don't think the Packers' defense has been consistent this year. It was supposed to be an area of strength for them, and it really wasn't. Uh, for much of the year, especially early on. And when Jordan Love was just kind of middling, the Packers struggled. Then they turned it on. Uh, They started stringing wins together. Jordan Love, as we talked about in our last pod, maybe the best quarterback in the NFL over the back stretch. I just don't see Green Bay winning this game if he doesn't have a Herculean performance. If he has a really efficient game, it would take Dallas giveaways for the Packers to win. And the Cowboys just haven't been a giveaway machine this year on offense. They don't throw a lot of interceptions. They don't fumble the ball a ton. They don't give you tons of special teams mistakes. I mean, they're not going to miss kicks. How do the Packers win if Jordan Love does not play out of his mind? Aaron Jones. I mean, Aaron Jones dominated the Cowboys in 2019. He scored like four touchdowns in that game. Uh, He was really good in the game that they played last year. If the Packers can just run the ball with Aaron Jones and he has 145 yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns and they can kind of keep the Cowboys off the field, that's how the Packers win. The other thing that I'm really scared about, I, I'm just I'm not looking forward to Fox showing the the suite of Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and Bill Belichick all sitting up in the, the box. That would make me a little bit nervous. Oh, yeah. You know, I would say this. Uh, Dak Prescott's been great about not turning the ball over this year. Um, and obviously that offense has been scoring a lot of points. He's been good with his discernment, decision-making. If there's one uh, tiny criticism that you and I have both had is that especially early in the year, he did tend to hold the ball like he didn't want to take the deep shot, take that risk at getting a, uh, you know, turning it yep. over, probably because of all the criticism he got last year for interceptions, um, a lo- lot of which weren't his fault. I would say this is a game I'm actually okay with that a little bit. I want the Cowboys to be aggressive and not just run the ball under the line. But I, the only way Green Bay wins this game, in my opinion, without Jordan Love, is by getting takeaways. Yep, I agree. I would also look for Dak to run a little bit more in this game. He usually sure, does sure. run more in the playoffs. Uh, I think we'll see that. And he uh, can be effective at it, you know, oh, when yeah. he does it judiciously. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, next one. Oh, who did you pick at that game, by the way? What was the, the line again? I got so busy. Seven. Oh, It's like a push to me, man. That's a push. I, I would take the Packers to cover that spread. I would stay away from picking the game. What's the uh, total on it? 
50 and a half. Yeah, I'll take the over. Okay. I'll take the over. I'd rather uh, take that than the uh than the spread. Uh Elliot's Dallas premier, to win. Yeah. premier yes. game. Sunday night football. Rams at Lions. <laughs> the Lions are three point favorites at home. I love it how it's my premier game, but it's the Sunday night game. <laughs> I, the Fox game is gonna do ridiculous ratings. I'm just telling you. Okay, premier game from a yes, because viewers watch the Packers and Cowboys like crazy. But the juiciest matchup, come on. You think Cowboys Packers is more juicy than this one? I don't know. I mean, you you the Matt Stafford trade, Matt Stafford, longtime lion, Jared Goff, basically trashed by Rams fans. They were ready to get rid of him. Uh Sean McVay or uh or yeah, Sean McVay got to work with who he wanted to work with. And Goff ends up resurrecting his career. Um, Stafford playing in Detroit. I like this a lot better than Jerome Bettis coming back to Detroit. I could tell you that much. Um, what's our spread? Three. I think you're picking the Rams here. I think I'm you are. The Rams predict- I knew it. I knew it. I, here, here's the thing. I think Sean McVay is going to know every little trick how to bother Jared Goff in this game. He's going to know what type of throws Jared Goff doesn't want to make. What type of blitzes give him problems? And I know that defense doesn't have a lot of premier players. I just see them getting enough stops to win this game. See, I actually think the exact opposite. I think he's going to know how to attack that defense mm. of the Lions. And, and uh, you know, I I just have faith in this team. They, I think they're going to be so highly motivated with the way that things played out at the end of the year. I think the Lions are very well aware that a lot of the pundits are picking the Rams in this game as well. And I also think they're going to want to win this for their quarterback. I think that I think that organization is fond of Jared Goff. He may not be the long, long-term answer. Tough to say. He's kind of on that cusp. Uh, but I'm taking the Lions here to win by three. Uh, what's the total on this one? 51 and a half. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'd be mm-hmm. almost inclined to take the over on that one. Uh, what about you? Oh. I'll take the under there. I think you're going to get you a little bit, the under. Ner- little bit of nervousness from both sides. That's possible. I, I, you know, I would take the over if I had to, but this is a game I probably would avoid uh, betting on. I like some of the other games we've talked about better. I like Pittsburgh to cover better. I like Cleveland to cover better. I might leave this one alone. Let's go to the last game. All right, last one. We've got the Eagles at Buccaneers. The Eagles are three-point favorites on the road couple injury things. Jalen Hurts was at practice today. He said he's not going to throw the ball until Sunday just because he wants to give his finger as much time to rest. No A.J. Brown at practice. I'm going to take the Eagles to win this game. Uh, They've been disparaged so much. Think what you want about their head coach or the way they've played, but this team has a lot of veterans, and veterans are prideful. And if this is Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham's or Jason Kelsey's last game, you think they're going to want to go out like this? Uh, those are the leaders on that team. Um, I hate to say it. This is another. This this actually of all the games is the the worst one you could bet on, in my opinion. I agree. Which Eagles team is going to show up? You have absolutely no idea. Um, they could beat the Bucks thirty-seven to three, or they could get beat twenty-two to ten in the ugliest game you've ever seen in your life. So which way are you leaning? Uh, I'll probably lean Philly just because they are so experienced in the playoffs. They have so many veterans. Um, I think they're just going to try to run the ball like crazy, but I don't feel great about it. 
No, man. This is um, – they are banged up on offense, too. They are banged up. Um, make the case for Tampa Bay winning here. What's Tampa Bay's road to victory here? Well, I just think they're passing the ball much better than they were when they met in week three or whatever that game was. Uh, Mike Evans is playing really well. Chris Godwin has had, had a really nice year. I don't know if Philly has the guys in the secondary to to stop them. And if Mike Evans and Chris Godwin just go wild, why couldn't they score 30 points and win this game? And I and I would say that their defense has held the fort. It's really been their offense at times. It's been inconsistent. We should say man, Baker Mayfield looked really banged up last yeah. week when he did his post-game interview with Carolina. Like even when he was walking off the field, it was like, dude, this guy looks like he's nursing about eight injuries right now. Yeah, uh, That would be the concern for me. But uh, okay, so that's what we got. Let's review them. All right, so Browns-Texans, we both like the Browns to win that game and to cover that spread. Dolphins-Chiefs, we both like the Chiefs to win and cover. Steelers-Bills, we both like the Steelers to cover. You like the Bills to win. I like the Steelers to win. Packers-Cowboys, we both like the Packers to probably cover that seven-point spread. You are a little bit more on pushing there. Lions-Rams, we're split. I like the Rams. You like the Lions. I'll take the Rams to win outright. Philly-Tampa Bay. Uh, stay away from this game, but I lean Philly, and I think you do as well. Final thought here. Of all these games, other than the Cowboys, which one are you just the most interested in watching, or do you have the strongest rooting interest? Well, I know which one you have the strongest rooting interest, so let's take that well, no, off you the don't. board. <laughs> no, you don't. There's Buffalo two of them on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I think Lions-Rams Lions is the one that I am um, the most interested to see. This Lions team is pretty inexperienced outside of Jared Goff when it comes to the playoffs. Are they too young or are they too young to, to even care that it's a big game? I can't wait to see. I'm really looking forward to Cleveland Texans. I, I know it's not, it's probably the least sexy matchup on the board uh, in terms of franchises, but I'm so tired of the Browns stinking. I am. And I want to see the Browns win and the other wildcard teams lose so that the Browns have to go into Baltimore. Cause I think that would be a fantastic divisional round game. So yeah, uh, that's what we got. But if you want more on the Cowboys-Packers game, make sure to listen to Locked on Cowboys. Marcus actually just did a crossover pod, right, with the uh, mm-hmm. Packers group uh, to get more insight on that game. Uh, he also obviously does the uh, Dynasty podcast for the Locked on Network, which just got nominated for award for Best Fantasy Podcast. And he writes for the 33rd team and uh, also covers the Raiders for uh, USA Today Raiders Wire. It's interesting to see what happens there. He is at Marcus underscore Mosher on Twitter, and we will talk to you guys later. We appreciate the good folks at Believe, Bet Online, and Brinks, and uh, have a great football weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.